how Ed Woodward became the kingmaker in Manchester United. The corporate mutiny that forced through the 2005 takeover was complex and delicate, and it demanded a dexterous financial wit to wrangle into being. Woodward, assigned by investment bank JP Morgan to provide that accounting agility, won the minds in the hearts of the Glazers, with his work to resuscitate a failing deal at the 11th hour. Without this thought in place, it is impossible to make sense of the last decade at Old Trafford. The Glazers' takeover deal was last minute and desperate in terms of interest levels, and the loans necessary to pull it off one condition was that the new owners' shares in the club could have been repossessed, had they failed to keep up repayments and Woodward's work in structuring the deal to pull the Glazers out of a hole was the foundation of the esteem in which his employers held him. You're going to be pretty grateful to the man who's got you out of that one, aren't you? Selling the diamonds is how Woodward likes to characterize the work he does for Manchester United's brand globally. The commercial operations at the world's biggest clubs, including Barcelona and Real Madrid, look to Woodward's United as a trailblazer for how to turn enthusiasm abroad into revenue. Before Woodward, nobody was doing this. Not in England, Spain nowhere. Selling sponsorships in this way has moved the goalpost, not just at United, but also across commercial departments everywhere. For years, United's vast popularity in places like India was a wasted resource. Fan numbers that ran into the millions weren't converted into revenue because the brand as it was being used was too easy to counterfeit. Ed rose to the top job because he was adding to the bottom line. That's where the power base lies now because he was the one who has changed things to bring the money in. That's been his reward. The power base now at Old Trafford lies with Ed and Richard Arnold, Group Managing Director and Director of Manchester United PLC. They're bringing the money in, so they're making the decisions. It's them and nobody else. This monetization of a vast supporter base abroad has been little short of revolutionary. The club really struggled for a long time overseas, the club insider continued. They had such a vast supporter base, but they didn't make a cent from it. They tried to launch a magazine, and it was counterfeited. All the shirts they were selling in places like Thailand and Malaysia were counterfeit, and what Ed did was splice their fanbase into geographic regions and sell partnerships to commercial sponsors. So he started going to companies and saying, you can use our logo on your bottle of vodka, you can use our players to promote your product. It sounds straightforward, but absolutely no one was doing it. And suddenly he was bringing in so much money to the club that the Glazers felt there was little option but to turn to him for the top job. Former United commercial consultant David Chataway described Woodward's operation as like filling up the boxes on a huge matrix as a team of operators that proactively and relentlessly seeks opportunities around the world. It's almost become an industry joke about United a deal a day, Chataway said. Real Madrid and Barcelona are copying Woodward's model at the moment, thinking that's where the money is. Between 2009 and 2018, the portion of United's revenue generated from commercial activities grew from 23% to 65%. Former players have signed up as ambassadors to promote sponsors' brands abroad. But Woodward's real achievement has been harvesting the great knowledge of his forebears while forging a new club identity that is relevant to the 21st century. It seems absurd to think now that United didn't establish an official Twitter account until 2013. Every element of Manchester United is monetized from pre-season tours to your social media engagement with the club. Remember to follow Golia by hitting the follow button and let's get to 1 million followers and tune in daily for new episodes.